melanin is popping. I'll tell you right now, I love my melanin. There's actually 50 shades of melanin. Legalize it. Yeah. Melanin. Speaking about oh. <laughs> the man that just walked by. I was all like, "Now it's your turn." You. <laughs> hey guys, I hey guys. <laughs> welcome like, back. All welcome, right. <laughs> welcome back to another episode of Highly Melanated. Highly Melanated. We really do. Dripping like just melanation. I know we talking about. You we say that like our life is you, ta- you talk about but it. But we just don't we like in this the goodness of. Come on, Pastor. <laughs> Come on, Pastor. It may be wet outside, oh, wow. but, but, it's, oh, but it's warm in the house dry. of Jesus. <laughs> and the word said, <laughs> Let there be rain. And wackiness. wash away your sins. Take that, that man with the fennel. Out of here, <laughs> and we're back to him. <laughs> Something is so wrong with all of y'all. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. Don't be acting like you're not included in that. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> he tried to omit himself. I know, like it ain't me. It ain't me. PJ Hello, here. Yushi. Red. Blair. And the gang is here, and the gang is here, and we're welcoming you back to another episode of Highly Melanated, where we melanate your palate and feed your soul. So good, so good. Mm, If this is your first time listening to us, guys, welcome. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Ding dong. (laughs) Good afternoon. Good evening. Guess who's here for dinner? How y'all doing? (laughs) If you if you are returning back for another episode, we thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, This is officially our sixteenth episode. One six, one six, one six. I think it's seventeen. No, no it's, it's sixteen. No, it's sixteen. Okay. You don't read the notes. <laughs> it says sixteen. That's what I said. Sixteen. Why are you screaming? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Apologies, guys, if this thing is so loud. Um, but and yeah, we're back. We we really greatly appreciate every last one of you guys for. Um, we really do. We really do. Thank Shout you. We love for, y'all. Like, um, who I've actually you. been paying attention. <laughs> There's no you. yo without me. 
No, well, there's no me without you. Thum, thum, I said it wrong. Thum, thum. There's you, me, and Oi. It's you, <laughs> me. So for you guys that don't, that can't see it, as a matter Blair fact, is wearing a shirt that, and that says you, me, we. I just take a picture real quick so y'all can so see. It's we'll O-U-I, post it. it's that French. Is but Thank it, you. It, does say, it, it looks you, like it says oi. It does not say oi. It says we. Well, I don't, so I don't speak French. Oi is a thing. So how would you spell oi? O-Y? Oi is O-Y. O-Y. She's right. Well, depends on what language. O-Y-E. That's Oye. I would have said that. That's Oye. That's Oye. As in Okoye. And that's African. Okay. There's more than just those. T'Challa. T'Challa. We haven't done that in a while. Okay. Oye. So. Hey, y'all. Good afternoon to highly melanated manner. We would like to start you off with a drink and a beverage, a possible toast. What? what would we like to toast to? I'm kind of parched. Oh, I'm parched. Wait, wait, wait. I feel like I should. <laughs> Good day. I'm holding my laptop as it is like a tray. Good no, day. Why, Good why do you sound like a black lurch? <laughs> <laughs> because maybe I am, bitch. <laughs> you know wow. what? I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Uh, well, I have a toast. I have a toast to a young lady I saw on the train. I was on my way home um, coming from somewhere in the city. Um, and I was on the Q train. and My favorite train. Why? Because it's everything. That's my train. I'm off that train line. It's the queer train. <laughs> what? Okay, uh, sure. No. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> shout out to, uh, her name is Ade. Uh, she was sitting next to me, and you know how like you sit next to someone and you have a, get a glance of their phone. So she was listening to some podcast, and I was all of a sudden I just said, "Excuse me." <laughs> on her shoulder, like, "Excuse me." <laughs> so on, so you live, you listen to podcasts, huh? And we had a wonderful conversation about different shows, and uh, she said that she would give us a listen. Um, so if you out there, Ade, uh, appreciate you. We Shout welcome you. Shout out to you, you, Ade. Shout out to you, Ade. Ade, I have not yes. met you, but thank you. You're so beautiful. <laughs> she actually, you actually. Know you beautiful. She put it in her phone. She subscribed and everything. So. Oh. oh. You know. oh. Where are you at so I can hug you? Ade. 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 Because yes. you know when you tell somebody this and they're like, oh, sure. And they put it in their notes. And I'm like, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Hey. yeah. That's just like, the hey, hey, I'll remember later. Yeah. Double click that home screen and go on back over there. <laughs> give, give me your phone. Basic, yeah, give me your phone. <laughs> yeah, but that's my, my special toast out to her. Noise. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So we're going to bring back uh, the appetizer now. Mm. It is time for... Uh, the cocoa butter. Which, Sorry. Oh, oh we, we have, have not Cocoa butter. So, and uh, on the first few episodes of us uh, starting highly melanated, we would always pass around shade butter to make sure our skin stay highly melanated. Especially in between the thumb and yeah, the point of the day, they gotta jerk it off. Come on. Yeah. Come on. I just want to yeah. keep the point of the, 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 the skin between the pointer and the thumb. Just you know what. what? That's what good mac and cheese sound like. <laughs> I had so many things to say. <laughs> you can cut that part out. Uh, no, no, I'm not. No, no, no. I always want to cut out something. No, no. Jesus, it's cut. Um, anyway, so we're going to um, invite a, a new segment that we discussed last time. Um, and this is where part of our appetites where we go around talking about our melanated senses. Um, and this is in reference to something that we saw, touched, heard, felt, 
that's touched. <laughs> See. <laughs> Seesaw. Seesaw. Okay. Sorry. That we felt, touched, saw, heard, and tastes. Mm. So does anybody have um, something that you saw that was melanated or any one of your senses? Well, me personally, I saw um, something really amazing this past weekend, um, actually Saturday. Um, I, you know, we're still getting to know each other on, on the show, but one of the things that I love um, about our people is how we're able to just re- uh, always been able to very well visually represent ourselves whether it be through um, art or fashion or makeup. So, you know, for those of you know, um, New York Fashion Week just happened. Um, So I was amazed by those things. But as it pertains to one's passion, one of the things that we had um, actually brought up and one of the things that we did was we went to the blue carpet experience. Oh, that's right. That's right. So um, that was head by um, Gia Mac Blue and Sean Green. And of course, all the people that they also just uh, were a part of that and just dealt with, um, you know, the models, the, um, the artists, the designers. Um, it was a pre- it was an event that was predominantly of people of color. Uh, and they focus on those things, the art, the fashion, the design. Um, and what made it so great is that I, you saw everybody in their best forms kind of doing what they love. They was in good form. They was they were in amazing form. You know, um, you know, one of the things that we always talked about, like when we were here, was the fact that we always talk about acting and like getting into that and doing what you love and being comfortable. And, and but these people here they were you know in their best form because they had all their makeup together they had like their clothes everything was in you know bags and just put together so um i wanted to give um and i wanted to say this before but i wanted to like really just talk about the event in particular i have a couple of shout outs um one when it pertained to um art pieces um sean's brother brandon green so um at uh gourmet uh, gourmet racer so that's G-O-U-R-M-E-T-R-A-C-E-R. Um, he's a artist. So mm-hmm. he does like a lot of anime designs. Ooh. So think of like Zelda or think of like... Zelda. Um, think of Voltron. Very, I mean, it was so lifelike and so realistic. I should probably like bring it up as I'm talking about it. But um, he always thought like his his work was not like you know it was okay but he really does work better than some of the artists that are out there like already in the industry doing some of the cartoons so i told him that he just needs to just like you know keep pushing that and see like that was like one of the yo that looks dope oh my god that looks like i used to draw when i was younger and like trying to draw anime right and this looks like something I would have tried to draw. But get this. This he, is beautiful. He did it all on the iPad. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah. He did and, and there was a whole time lapse and everything. So I'm gonna put it on um on the highly melanated Instagram for just so for you guys to see. But it was just amazing to just see that unfold. So, you know, Brandon, keep pushing what you're doing. Um, another art piece of art that um I saw that was really interesting was um by Dufay. Um, she was an artist. She um, did. Um, you remember when I sent you guys the um, the picture where she was drawing on a guy? She also did like drawings of like a face. Mm. And what she did as um, what she does is that she 
just kind of draws things. She doesn't have any purpose or reason for it sometimes. And sometimes those are some like the best pieces of art that mm-hmm. she has. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was a face of a person. And, and it was funny that I picked this up, but it was a face of a person. You couldn't really tell if it was a male or a female. And I said, what are, what are, what are, what are, what are they saying? What is their name? What's going on with them? What are they looking at? And she said that, you know, they don't have a name, but it was just more so that they were just being very pensive. It's not a guy or a girl. So she did thank me for um, not putting a gender on on it, but they're just kind of like, what's next kind of thing. Just like, you know, really looking at that. Um, You had, of course, that you also had. um, There was also a model. Actually, she was the bartender for the night. But one of the things that people kept coming up to her and asking her was, is she a model? And she was just kind of like, well, I haven't done modeling in like eight years. And he was like, oh, I don't want to really do it. So this goes back to the conversations that I always have with the three of you guys, because I think she might not realize like that might be her calling kind of thing. Her potential. So um, I said, you know, keep pushing at it because I mean she's um did she say why she didn't want to do it anymore no she didn't say why but she kind of was just like you know oh, she's so cute and she um and her name is Marissa shout Go out ahead, to you Marissa, Marissa. So, shout Marissa. out to you Marissa so like you know like all of this to say because I mean there was tons of tons of models tons of designers bunch of people there but all this to say is that I for years have always loved it but I've never really expressed it that I love to see that. Like, I love seeing, like, a good-looking guy or girl coming down the street just owning it. Mm-hmm. Just, like, you know, every single part of it. I, I put this clothes together. Um, I feel comfortable in it. I, I love what I do. I, I, my passion is drawing. I love seeing that in our people. And, um, and it was just amazing. It was, like... It was there, there had to have been like over a hundred people that were there. So and they did a sip and paint and everything. Yes. I mean, it was amazing. So Sean Green, Gia Mac, and Blue. Shout outs to you. Shout out. That's give his I'm handle saying. one more time. Yeah. Sean Isaiah. So that's S H A W N I S A I A H. You also have Blue. Blue Pop Pablo, B-L-E-U-P-A-B-L-O. And then finally, Gia, Gia Mac. So that's G-I-A underscore M-A-C-0-7. Gia, they were, they were amazing. They were in their, in their finest forms, and I look forward to doing and being a part of the next event. Amen. I hope you actually, besides that, I actually hope that you actually... Uh, not only just that being a part of it, but actually being a part of it. Like you spoke up because look, hello, because we're, you know, this is what we've been trying to, you know. Well, so it's funny. Take that but leap. Take that leap, nigga. Run! Um, I, had, I actually did do that. One of the things that I found very interesting when I was at this event is that I was in there and they were like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm an actor. I told everybody. Wow. Everybody <laughs> yeah, rolls from body side rolls. to side. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. Oh, yeah. No, but like I, I did tell them, like I told them I'm currently doing a podcast. So, of course, I told them about every single last one of you guys. And they wanted, they were so excited to actually meet you guys. Um, which, you know, it will Pick happen. Pick up yourself. It will, it will definitely happen. Um, but 
Um, I definitely told them that I was an actor and, you know, if anybody, you know, had acts more than that, then I went into the whole big umbrella of like what's currently going on with me, with us. But Holly Melanated Podcast, actor 2019. All right, all right. Claiming now. All right, all right, all right. Stepping into your power. So, yes, in the uh, essence of speaking of coming into one's power and just with all this black beauty, you know, it's kind of um, working up my appetite. We had the appetizer. I'm ready to move into the main course. So what I like to do is uh, on the stove here, we got a little bit of fried chicken. We got some jerk chicken. And then for those of y'all who don't necessarily take in chicken, we got some jerk pork. And we got some, what, what you want, some jerk salmon? I want some salmon. You know how I love salmon. We got mm. you. So we got a little mm. bit of something for everybody. Um, so with that being said, uh, let's let's take it back to some chicken and talk about some repatriation. <laughs> yeah. um, so I bring that up to say that last night uh, the Emmys uh, came on and um, I had a chance to watch it. I fully enjoyed it. And one part that really stuck out to me that I really wanted to um, get into with our um, topic here of how has the culture, uh, black culture that is influenced us individually. So for example, on the um, Emmys last night, um, I wanted to bring up the fact that they had this thing where they were like, oh, it's called Emmy repatriation. So what they did was they singled out certain um, stars who have never been recognized. For example, um, the first honoree on the list was the Jefferson star Marla Gibbs for her role as Florence the, the uh, maid. Mm-hmm. Um, they gave her one, and um, Michael Che, who was like, you know, presenting it to her, he was just like, you know, your role as Florence as the maid is the reason why I got fired from every service job I had. And she was like, well, thank you, I think. But it was like super <laughs> funny. <laughs> and you have to totally watch it because I'm sure we've all had our own experience, our own Florence experiences. But um, just moving on, they honored Jimmy Walker of Good times dynamite all right they offered they um also did a different world um what was the name on there Dwayne Kadeem Hardison Kadeem mm. Hardison but what's the name on there was it Dwayne Wayne Dwayne, 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 Dwayne. Dwayne. Uh. yes glasses goals bro um and then they did Jalil White from Femi Metal, which I thought was so awesome for Urkel. Like, that was so Aww. dope. Mm-hmm. Like, and like, he legitimately looks at him and he's like, yo, without you, there'd be no Kanye. Like, there'd be no Obama. He was like, did I do that? And like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, this Emmys is amazing. And um, they also honored Pam Tatina Arnold from Martin. And she was like, wait a minute, what? they just gave you an Emmy? Where do you get this from? He said, let's just say I stole it from Bill Cosby. Oh. <laughs> I mean, that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, moving on. Um, so they uh, honored Bang Bang Bang. Who who that is? Bang 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 bang. Okay, pops. All right now, John <laughs> with a spoon. You got the cord, man. You got the cord. <laughs> <laughs> and here go John. Talk about. I, I can't have this in my house. He like, why? This is repatriations for the Emmys. He like, this what not is What is this word you keep what saying? Repatriations. Oh, I'm sorry. That's how. Okay, okay. How am I supposed to say it? Because I'm I'm saying it the way a certain group of people say it. How should how do Americans say it? Okay, oh. I'll say it the American way. Reparations. What way are you saying it? Caribbean way. Rastafarian say repatriation. Oh. Sorry, it's okay, just okay. been a habit. Right, no, no, don't my, apologize. Just, just clarify. No, <laughs> I, 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 no, I didn't 
realize I was saying that. No, real talk. I need no, you guys to understand. It was a couple of times that I was like, wait, it's purposeful at this point. No, I mean, <laughs> no, I didn't realize because that's how I'm used to saying it for all these years. I've been saying it like that for like over 10 years. Okay. I did not realize until you guys told me. So reparations. Oops. Um, Girl, say, so, say what's in your soul. Yes, I mean. Repatriation. Yes, uh, Big yes, up Rastafari. Yes, sir. Rastafari. Highly Selassie. I am Pressmanin. So basically... John with the spoon was like, I can't have this at my house. He's like, repatriation ain't for no Emmys. He like, I want forty acres in the mule. He like, what? Michael Che was like, I don't have. I don't I have forty that. acres in the mule. He like, well then just give me forty mules in an acre. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, John with the spoon is a classic. He said, Yazi is a so classic, amazing. and I was so happy to see these people who have influenced our culture, who have influenced us mm-hmm. growing up you know, receive this type of recognition. Like, for example, I mean, I remember when I was like eight, nine years old, okay, maybe 11, 12. And like, they had this contest for like the Family Matters and you had to like act like Steve Urkel and then send a video. And if you won, they'll put you on a show. And I did that, yo. And I'm like, mom, where's the video, bro? I need this video. Oh, I remember that. Oh my God. Yes. You don't wow. understand. Like I had the Steve Urkel doll. Like, bro, Steve Urkel was life. And the good part about that time when Premier Matter was on is that we had numerous black shows on TV yes. when we were growing yes. up. Yes. You know what I mean? And we had so many. And it's like we need to get that back. You know what I mean? On TV and with meaning. Like and every with show, yeah. meaning. every was show it? had a lesson. Exactly. Talk about it. <laughs> 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 and then when he would go from like Urkel to like um Stephon. Ooh, Stephon! Stephon! Oh, look, let, let me tell you Ooh! something. <laughs> let me tell Laura, turn out, boy. My next door neighbors and I, we used to play like house and so like we'd each like we'd each like, you know, create like personas for ourselves. I was Laura. Yeah. And my boyfriend was Stefan Urkel. <laughs> let me tell you something. I was the happiest little eight year old on the block, okay? I know that's right. That's oh, amazing. That was my boo. <laughs> you know, I had a I had a um, high school friend. Um, shout out to you, Miriam. Uh, Pick up she, she looks just like um, Kelly Kelly Shang Williams. Is that how you Kelly Kelly Williams? Kelly yeah. Williams. Yeah, Kelly um, Williams. Um, she looks just like her. So we all used to call her. Uh, Mar- we used to, instead of calling her Miriam, we used to call her um, Laura. Laura. <laughs> uh, she used to hate that. But you know, like when you think about those times, like that's like. <sighs> Such golden years, yeah. Well, like that, like you saying, like it had such, it had programming itself beyond programming, and I think we'll get into this in a second too. But you know, there were so many different facets of black culture that was really important that was for us, mm-hmm. and yes. we were constantly improving each other, and that's what we were trying to do, like from different world. Like different world was the reason why I wanted to go to H- in HBCU, you know. And 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 look, nice. mind you, that a different world was also. They had Greek letter organizations, but however, they did not have ours on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's all right. It's all right. It's all right. So, I mean, it's all right because at that thing, I think at that time we were not part of the. It was no. still. It was the elite. Eight. It was probably right before. Yeah, it wasn't the noble nine yeah. then. Got you. So, but um, it was those. Those were the moments that, like, that's when I fell in love with Jennifer Lewis. You know, and like growing up, like I felt nice. like important because of seeing these characters on television. And what? you know what's interesting about you bringing it up? I'm sorry, no, I'll let okay. you get back. What's interesting about you bringing it up is that my Michael Che um, had approached him to give him the Emmy. He was like, "Yo, bro, you don't know how many like young brothers you inspired to go to college." And he mm-hmm. was like, "Oh man, that's great. I'm glad you went to college." You know, Michael mm-hmm. Che was like, "Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah." 
I just saw I just uh, saw him a few months a few months ago. He was know. actually down here. Nice. And I walked past him and I was like, he was getting an Uber and I was just like, why do I keep seeing um people getting Ubers and I'm like <laughs> Do I like go back and, and knock on your window? Like, hey, hey, I'm so I I, I admire my I know, right? This is my Uber, <laughs> but it's really I mean it's right. really it's really serious Start because conversation. not not somebody. like these sitcoms back then like they really told like real stories. Like I mean like mm-hmm. I, I remember vividly like my, I think my favorite episode of A Different World was the Digit Ho episode where um, he was where um, what was it whatever the character's name was. Um, he was telling he somebody put a uh, thing on uh, back of Gina's shirt uh, that said she's a digit hoe. She'll do anything to solve a math problem. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. And uh, Jennifer Lewis was like, "When I say high, when I say how high, you know, when I say jump, you say how high and you know, jump." But it was like it was telling stories in reference to it was telling stories in reference to um, how we treat each other, mm-hmm. like every like. Black women, stop calling them hoes. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it was there were lessons in all of that. Well, it's you know what what I found interesting to kind of go back to Family Matters is like that was like one of my favorite shows, and I think Absolute I was telling favorite. you um, yeah. earlier, Yushida, and it's because it goes back to what we were saying before. We were constantly trying to improve ourselves, but they were also just like dropping like seeds of knowledge, like mm-hmm. that were that were beneficial to us in our particular community. I mean, any community, of course, but like in particular for us. Like I think one of my favorite episodes with. Uh, family matters was um the Urkel dance so do the Urkel you know that, well that's not the, that wasn't yeah that wasn't the same episode the as Urkel oh, dance. but but that was that okay, was girl. one of my favorite episodes <laughs> because what it what it what I what I didn't realize at the time and now I realize it now was that it was planting that seed in my mind, and you guys know me really, relatively well. I don't fucking care who I'm in front of. I'm just gonna do whatever if I right, really feel right, like right. that. And that's how he felt. Yeah. He was just like, you know, you should go out and dance always with these ladies. Yourself. They're always out there. What's the big deal? We're just having fun. And that's what he did. And next thing you know, everybody was loving him. I mean, there was like the other, the flip side of it where the dude spiked his drink. But right. you know, yeah. but that was that was part of the that's lesson. That's part of the lesson what, of that. Exactly. Yeah. Wait, yeah. wait, wait, let me it was jump, great. Let me jump in. Uh, mm? Give me an H. H. You, you got, got your H. H. You got, got your H. H. Give me a U. U. You got your U. You got your U. Give me an S. S. You got your S. You got your S. Now hush. You don't want none of us. Do ya? Do ya? Do ya? Do ya? Do ya? Do ya? No, I don't think so. About family matters, man. <laughs> like, if you don't know what that's about, go to YouTube and find out right now. Find <laughs> out. Laura was on that cheerleading team working it, honey. Okay. okay. She had the at the next commercial break, she had everybody up doing the same dance. <laughs> All right. But I think the thing that like stands out for me the most about like Family Matters was definitely like one of my favorite shows growing up. Like Family Matters, Living Single oh, was my show. Single, yeah. It's my favorite um, show. At the thing that was like interesting for me, and I've told you guys a little bit about like what my background was and how I grew up, kind of like, you know, like upper, like middle class, like suburban, like kind of thing. Like, so I think my experience with like these like black like television shows and black like cultural shows is a little different because when I'm watching them, like to me, it was just, to me, it was just another show that was on TV that I liked. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't necessarily like, gravitate towards it or at least like consciously gravitate towards it because it was like you know like um it's a it's a black staple you know like cultural like thing but maybe like subconsciously 
which I think is like the the beautiful like intention like behind it if this was the intention was just to create just to create you know um because for me it was like I am seeing a family on television that's very much like like mine you know like they grew they were in like you know like the suburbs of Chicago family matters um the Winslow family was they were in the suburbs of Chicago they had a family that looked very much like mine and like acted like mine and it was just something that I could relate to but it wasn't in the sense of like oh I can relate to them because they're black and I'm black it was Mm. I can relate to them because like this is just what happens in life and I think that sometimes like that's kind of the goal is to take race and color and everything like away from it and just be people and I, I don't know, like that's like significant to me. And yes, like now, like thinking back on it now, I'm I'm so glad that there were black shows like that on television that I could relate to because thinking back now, like I, I watched Family Matters because it was part of the TGIF lineup. Y'all remember mm-hmm. TGIF? Okay, it was part of the TGIF lineup. So I watched all the shows that were on TGIF. And so I could relate to like all the family shows that were on there, like the other one. Um, just to give like another counterpoint was um, step by step. Do you guys yeah. remember step by step? Yep. So I mean, like here it is. It's kind of like a juxtaposition because it's this white family. But I enjoyed that show just as I much as too. I enjoyed Family Matters really? because it like was just show, step step. you know, I did. I like good I entertainment. Okay. But I don't know. That's just to look at it from like another perspective. But I, again, like I'm saying, like I'm so glad that that black family was on television for me to see. And you know what's funny? Like, even as you say that, uh, as far as besides being black and being white or anything like that, like, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, the reason why I I felt like that was speaking to me because Will Smith was, like, the outcast of the family. Like, he was so different from everybody, and that's the way I always felt growing up. So I saw a lot of myself Mm -hmm. in him, and I loved that show. Like, I can watch those episodes for that and uh, Living Single different world all day every day on repeat without even missing thinking beat, about it you know yep. but there was this episode from um you know and they talked about real social issues especially mm-hmm. shit that we're still experiencing today like they talked about that when when um carlton was going to pledge for the organization and they didn't want him in there because he wasn't black enough right you know and he stood up for himself i identify he, with that episode <laughs> you know or the episode where will was like mad because his you know he wasn't mad but you know his his, his biological father bounced on him like that was one of the most emotional and probably yeah, one of the was, most and that's that, like that that's clip is still episode. circulating on instagram yeah. like that episode just aired yesterday and you know, know that's actually one of the like one of the most used uh, monologues when it comes to like sitcoms, mm-hmm. that one mm-hmm. specific one, because it was like such an emotional performance from him. I think it was like the first time that he's actually done that on that show, mm-hmm. and it was really important. Um, and then coming from me as myself, like growing up with not without my biological father, I kind of I I I identified I felt yeah identified with exactly what he was going through yeah. you know but you know i do What's just going back to the <laughs> shows i do at least have to mention because for me personally uh sister sister and moesha was like uh, my show m to the o, o to, to the, the a to the okay. moesha. sister sister <laughs> like those two shows uh-huh. were sister. like were like everything for me like i just i just want to at least sister just throw those sister out made there. me like like 
wish that like I had a long last twin out there that Me I could too. find like, somewhere. Oh I'm God. like, I would go places looking for her. Like, girl, I'm gonna run into my sister at the mall. <laughs> I just know it. I don't know if you if you guys follow I am Zoe on uh Instagram. Yep. He's hilarious, right? But he did this like video clip of like this old school Bowie shit thing. And he was like sitting there, it's like, Well, my little friend came over this weekend. You know, <laughs> like, with the music in the background, you know how she looks to write in her diary, and like that's just so like such a flashback of what it was like to actually have a diary. Because of Moesha, I had a diary. Nice, you know. So, you see it? I mean, these 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 were things that we are important. Too. So it's like really weird because like then what do these kids have now? That's that's another they have thing YouTube. I wanted to bring it up. Well, you know, and it's like w- they have YouTube and uh, and reality, Twitter. Show. Like you've seen that picture where it says that you know back back in the back in the nineties we had television that forced our kids to want to grow up and be somebody and do something and now what do kids be have somebody. not be somebody not do anything but you know get bo- yeah you just know, be Twitter trolls and get body injections and look good on TV to be ratchet yeah I don't know what they have now I know that um as blackish time, we're not gonna not acknowledge oh uh, yeah no, of no, course no, no, yeah, no, yeah absolutely yeah. they have that but I don't. I don't know. Is that blackish? We, uh, what is the other the spinoff? Would we say? Oh, that grownish, would be? grownish, 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 grownish which I can't wait. And they're coming back, guys. They're coming back. Oh yes, they will definitely. Would we say that would be for the like the the time period of or I guess frame that we're talking about right now when these shows impacted us like with bla- blackish because i feel like blackish is like blackish, blackish talks is m- about uh, right but um, black but i right think now. blackish is more of an ad- it's, 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 it's like you mean you like also like understand that it's about to go to netflix because he wanted to do an anti-trump show they wouldn't let him and he said okay thank you come again and he's going he's leaving and going to netflix he's taking blackish with him just okay. so you know okay <laughs> i know that's that's huge that's, you mean that's, like that's what's up yes so he's leaving ABC lineup altogether. Yes. Oh, that's crazy. So what about Gronish? Because this is from the same producer. Gronish is on Freeform. Yeah, it's on Freeform. It's on a different network. Oh. So I watch it on Hulu. So I yeah, mean. but Blackish is going to yeah, Netflix. So right now, all of the Blackish old shows are like popping up and available online for you to watch them now. Because before they would like take it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's they're, they're available because he was like, I'm done. Mm. That's what's up. Yeah. Well, do what you have to do. Come on, come on, Kenya. I, I was just. Talking about blackish, it I think it's made for a more older crowd. So when we when we're talking about like you know, uh, family matters and do you think it is for like an older crowd? Well, like I feel what, like it is for like question was for like, like people who are in like their formidable years. So I do see it like I mean it definitely appeals to us, but I think it also appeals to like like teenagers and preteens. Yeah. Right, but that's my thirteen year old cousin watches it on her own. I mean, see, but but honestly yes. I think the show is more for them because like I, I've watched I've watched Grownish or Blackish, but I really don't I don't feel like I'm their target audience. Like right. I feel like I'm too I do feel like I'm too old for black I definitely feel that way about Grownish. Oh, I'm like, way too old for I Grown-ish. love Grownish. I don't so. care. I love all that. And see, you know what? I still watch it. <laughs> I enjoy it. I love it. So, but, I enjoy so, it. But wait, wait, wait. So, but the difference is, okay, so we just named one show. So during that time, how many were there? Right. You know exactly. what I mean? Right. So it's like, it's, 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 it's That's not. difference. It's not like, it's not being progressive enough for, for our young black youth. You know, because all they see is uh, Black Ink Crew and, you know, Basketball Wives and all these other things. We got Atlanta. We got Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Even though it's not for, like, the But again, I think saying. that Atlanta we're, is we're, for, like, we're, adults. We're, like, we're, where's we're, the programming for, for, like, our preteens black and lightning, our teens? Black Lightning. 
but again, think of think of free teen, like 13, 14, right. 15. Definitely black like how lady. many how many how many shows do you have like that? Ooh. Well, what 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 I one of the things that one of the points I was going to bring up is that I, I felt that going from like the years when we had like Family Matters and Living Single and stuff like that that they transitioned and they started doing more um animations that are more so that that are more so inclusive so you had things and i didn't mention it before but you had things like static shock static shock was a comic book hero that was black right right right. you know and Mm -hmm. i'm starting to see more of a trend with that um so i i do see like a lot of animations like that are happening Mm -hmm. with that but you're right we do need more one-on-one personal like these are people yeah i can really relate to them kind of well i think that like for the most part television in general has seen that that element is missing from television and that's why there's all of these um, reboots that's why there's a reboot of Full House that's why there's a reboot of um, That's So Raven like all of like Mm. these different shows Mm. that did serve a purpose there's a reboot of That's So Raven yeah Yeah. Yeah. Raven's House no 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 it's just so crazy That's So Raven was no That's So Raven was funny yeah but after her comments and what she's done now who's gonna watch that but here's the the thing again we're not the target audience for these reboots it's again it's for children who are in their formal years and you know when it like comes we well, i mean okay so when it comes to raven simone and the things that she said i understand that the things that she said is uh you know it's it's, it's, it's uh, you know she, she's from every continent in africa except for one we understand that she made that but you know something i don't really hold a lot of the silly things the random things that she said against her because you know at the same time we we also put our celebrities on such a pedestal until they speak and then you're like oh damn but if that that is just them, not a representation of like the Cosby Show, not a representation of how important right. the Cosby Show right, was right, right. for us. Now we're talking about Heathcliff Huxtable, not Bill Cosby. You know what I mean? So like, it's right. hard for these shows to now. I, I, and I think because they're doing all these reboots, it's hard for these shows to actually. Which w- the reason why they're doing all these reboots is because they're they the creativity is so far gone mm-hmm. that they can't create anything new, so they just want to create the old <laughs> and put the old back out. It's so true. With, it, I mean, because the only thing that new that they create is reality shows. I gotta and laugh that's because it. that's what they're doing with the styles. Like if you look at the styles right now, the style for the new coming fall is like. 70s 80s all over I mean and, and, like, and you know fashion has always origin- done that where's the originality like we haven't had original clothes since the 90s cuz the 90s was like the baggy thing that hasn't right, been right, done right. like since then it's just been repeated I mean it's just it's the, it's the cycle so everything is it's going to go in a cycle Absolutely but you know what's funny I actually just looked up um like a list of all the current black shows that are out right now and you guys are right every single black show that is out right now aside from grownish and and blackish is targeted towards an older audience um like power the shy um insecure, insecure. queen sugar how to get it with murder green you know greenleaf empire um claw star you know just to name a few dear white people black lightning i mean black lightning can be for a younger audience but it is to me it's more so for older teens because mm-hmm. I don't think what 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 is on, what is Black Lightning on? Uh, CW. Okay. Yes. Yeah, well, I don't even know anything about the CW. Um, I mean, since since they took got rid of the frog, <laughs> I mean, because that was the frog was life, bro. The frog With his was little life. top hat. Okay. I don't care what nobody say. Like the frog was life. I think the frog was what's his name from the from from the Rat Pack. Um. Damn, y'all don't know who the Rat Pack is. I know who it is. Wait, the only black person in the Rat Pack. 
Daddy, don't be mad at me. I should notice. Um, I could see his face in my in, in my head. He was the only Sammy Davis. Guy. Thank you, Sammy Davis Jr. Never oh, 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 God! Davis and I'm Jr. sitting here thinking about like a cartoon. Like, forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> the actual you about the anime, the Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah, Sammy Davis Jr. Our actual, Black one of our cartoons. actual le- legend. Was it? Hold on a second. You, I don't. Oh, I'm really gonna date myself right now. There was this cartoon that came on Saturday mornings, and it was like all like the major, like athletes or like top people like in their games, but they were all animated. So I think it was like, like Shaq. I want to say Sammy I, I, Davis Jr. I, I think I know what you're talking about. And they were like, they were like a like a like a. Like a superhero a crew, yeah. like they would go out and like solve crimes and mysteries and stuff. I mean, well, the cartoons also has changed. I mean, but you know, that's another topic because you know, I'll, I just want to see Darkwing Duck again. That was my <laughs> I show. I want to see that in Yo. Gumby. I want to see Gumby again. Darkwing, Darkwing Duck was Darkwing my show. Darkwing Duck. Look out! When you trouble, trouble, you call DW. <laughs> Darkwing Duck. Let's get dangerous. <laughs> All right, so we're. <laughs> we're <laughs> I mean, like I, I, I the. So the conversation that we had before was like cultural appropriation. So it was about, you know, bringing up how other cultures have other people from other cultures have actually taken from our black culture and then made it their own and done whatever. Um, And like we really want to talk about this topic because this is our culture that we grew up on um, and really want to know what it's like uh, for others who who see this on like television or the lack thereof. Like, I wonder what people really think, like. And then I think I wonder if anybody's trying to create something that's added to this, you know, because we're really we're constantly trying to create like new shows, but new adult shows. We need new family oriented shows. shows for our young black kids who don't who. And I understand that we're in a different time where everything is different now because and not so much different, but more in the out out in the open as far as what's really going on politically and what's going on for us, mm-hmm. you know, because also back then we were we were. As a child, I don't know. I can't. I. I. I don't think I can speak for you, Yushida, because I know that your pops was like very like he gave you a, a a real rundown as far as what the world really was. Oh yes, my dad kept it a hundred percent right. Real. And then my uncle saw that like my mom had bought me like Barbies of all rainbow, mm-hmm. and my uncle was like, uh uh-uh, uh, she don't she don't play with white Barbies because I don't want her to grow up thinking that's what she got to look like. So okay, so then the point that I was trying to make is that. A lot of these TV shows at the same time masked a lot of what was really going on. Correct. But then threw little jabs in it just so you can pay attention. Mm-hmm. Now it's mm-hmm. just so out in the open what's really going on with, mm-hmm. you know, my, uh, you know, Mike Brown and every Trayvon Martin and the yeah. list of, you know, folks that we have, you know, where is where is a show that's representative of that? Absolutely. Without I being think, so dark. Like, Blackish is supposed to be the first step in that direction. Mm-hmm. Now we need more shows like that. I remember when Blackish first came out and I was just like And it was a well, it was but it was a big deal because right. it's like we don't have a show on television that's like this right now that really is taking like the the black family experience and speaking to the 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 general masses mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. So but and and to your point about like how the shows that we used to watch were a little more um, not sugar coated, but oh they kinda, were. Kinda, I don't want to use that word though. Like it kind of had like the veil, and then mm-hmm. you know, like every once in a while, you could like peek behind the veil a little bit to see like the bigger because everything before was under the white gaze. Whereas today, Completely. they have 
like everything is like it's very much just like out there and like there is no sugar coating there is no veil but that's also because that's the generation that we live in now where everything is, is just so there and it's everything not is available you don't now, have the same well. type of like like shock value you know like it would have shocked us back then it would have mm-hmm. been like mm-hmm. oh my god whereas like today like kids are exposed to so much that it's like and you know it's kids not it's faster. not as kids are, kids are growing up faster now right because of the reality because of, of just how the world Internet. works these days yeah because of how connected everybody is and how exposed everybody yeah, is it's no longer the america online days is no longer aol days right we're way past that now yeah google has taken over well so as I'm sucking on this chicken leg, and I just pop that bone out of my mouth, I'm sitting here eating on the gristle, right, where it get real. And I'm like, I got to give a shout out to uh, Jennifer Lewis. Jennifer Lewis! All that stuff. She wore a red and black Nike shirt on the Emmys red carpet to support, to say, to let you know that she's supporting and promoting Colin Kaepernick's um, taking a knee. And she said, I'm wearing Nike to tell them how proud I am of them from supporting um, Colin Kaepernick and his protests against police brutality and racial injustice. And I speak to the millennials tonight to tell them that they are not alone in standing up and that we're right behind them. Their ancestors are behind them. And we took two knees and two hands picking cotton. And him doing this right now at this time and how it affects our culture is that um, the last time that there was like a major stand aside from all the marches and stuff was when they were on the podium at, at the Olympics and they put their fist up in the air and him taking a knee is like the same type of symbology and he's putting himself on the line for the culture today to stand up to say that you know we're not willing to take this police brutality we're not just going to be killed like dogs in the street and I think that that's something that's like a lot of people may misunderstand because they don't understand that being a black person in America that you're targeted and a lot of people outside of it are looking at it like oh it's you know the patriotism thing and it's and it's kind of like beyond that so what he's doing is taking a big step and a big um, a big chopping block for like the culture like right now because 50 years we're gonna look back and we all gonna remember him we all gonna remember that moment when he did that and his sacrifice to be able to do this and hopefully god willing by then the change would have been apparent just like the change has been apparent for them taking um you know a fist in the air for them marching the streets for for them being shot with hoses all this stuff is a part of our culture and all this stuff comes full full circle because we are now here today living um in the shadow and on the shoulders of our ancestors who sacrificed these things for us. So millennials today, when you see this man take a knee, it's much bigger than what's going on. It's, 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 it's a worldly climate thing. And we got to get behind this man and rally behind him because it's serious. This is a history in the making. And right now, the time that we're living in is just as important as a civil rights movement. I need y'all to understand that it's serious right now. And by that man taking a knee, He's putting himself on the line for the culture. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you. One, you know, one of our few black shows right now that are about family. And she's taking a stand to say, listen, I stand with you millennials because what you're doing. Like she was there for the civil rights. You know what I'm saying? You know what I wonder, like though? Lived through that. You know what I wonder? Like maybe if because we were younger at that time, were there athletes as well during that time that were actually standing up? 
but we didn't see it I'm because sure there we were, were like we were younger. We I mean, I, I mean, we had it. we had. Our, I, I can just re- think of Arthur Ashe. That's the only one that I can possibly think of. Um, but I again was in a different. You know, I I I, I was held under the same during that time uh, the same way that you were raised, Blair, in reference to um, the way you saw things. At a certain point, mm-hmm. like with the rose-colored glasses, right? On. I think also it probably wasn't as impactful because of the fact that, um, not not that it wasn't as important, but probably wasn't as impactful because of the fact that we didn't have social media like that, right? Right. So it's right. different. Like Colin it's Kaepernick impact, takes, you yeah. know, a knee, and everybody's all like, "It's a WTF. Very, like there might have been. Oh my god! If this had happened, you know, back in the day before social media was what it is today, it would have been like a news story on it, and it would have been in yeah. the newspaper. Hashtag and that's amazing. It. That's it. Nobody would have talked yeah. about it anymore. But because we have Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, yeah. just everything, like it's it's there and it's on repeat and mm-hmm. it's readily accessible to everybody, mm-hmm. and not just through whatever channel, like the um through the news that decides to give you their point of view of the story like you can see it from so many different perspectives because we're exposed to all of the different Mm -hmm. outlets Mm -hmm. and that's why it's so important and like so great what he's doing right now Mm -hmm. so great because it's like you're gonna get the backlash everyone is gonna have something to say you know about the backlash you actually said something that was very interesting like was there any other protest that happened that we necessarily didn't know about like with athletes um so i had to do a little digging but actually in 1968 for the olympics the heavy boxing um the heavyweight boxing title was in Me- mexico city and it was with um george foreman and a gentleman from the soviet union so this is pre-russia his name was ionis chepelis For- forgive me if i said that wrong um but uh, basically what happened was the two of them fought and basically George whooped this man's butt. Okay, like because George was expected to lose. So with that being said, when this happened and, and George won, um, once he did that, uh, he had bowed before the judges and then he started gleefully running around the ring with the U.S. flag on him. And people took that as offense because there was a lot of um, what was happening was he got a lot of slack because there was a lot of protests happening around the world and no one was being applauded for being patriotic but he does look back at that moment and say if i had to do it a chance if i had a chance to do it over i would actually wave two flags because um he was waving the flags in reference to that he was so happy that he won this fight because he was an underdog going in but because the climate at the time that was happening with with black people in america with with the soviet union with with the wars that were happening um it was it was frowned upon uh, but what he did was, you know, basically just like run around and be like, yeah. And it was just taken the wrong way. But that was something that happened that we don't necessarily um, was not like a big news line that we look right. back at. What year was that again? 1968. See, so. I, what, OK, so, yeah, oh, that's the 60s. So that because we also had Muhammad Ali and everybody. At exactly. That time. So because I mean, he protested, but, but we knew about that. Right. Yeah. But that was something that I'm, I'm, I meant like more on the lines of like in the early early 80s 90s like oh, Michael I didn't Jordan know you meant or... that part I would have looked that up okay I'll, I'll come back to you so now that we are full off of mm. this hearty meal burp. that we've had everybody go ahead and get your burps out and I had a fart oh okay well you oh, have to go wow. to the other room to do that <laughs> <laughs> go down the hall air it out a little bit then you can come back um, dessert is about to come up to the table and last time we talked about your favorite dessert to get at the cookout because that's such a black thing. 
I want to know what everybody's favorite non-traditional dessert is. Like something that you would have that's sweet but isn't necessarily considered dessert. Mm, to me, like banana bread. Like that's not, when you think of banana bread, it's like, you can have that at any time of the day. That's not necessarily like a dessert, but I love, it's weird. I love banana bread and I love banana bread with nuts, but I hate bananas. Isn't that weird? No, I feel the same Do way. You, okay. I am like weird. that too. I hate. I don't really I like bananas I hate bananas, but I but love you know, you banana know bread. Banana, Steven makes actually really good banana oh, bread. Oh, we'll tell him. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. You, Steven. Yeah, yeah, he does. I'm like, waiting I don't know on what, my banana I, I bread. I don't know how, but. Do you want me to keep Steven's name in this? Okay. Hey, Steven. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey Steven. Um, go ahead and make me uh, um, some banana bread and send it with Chris next change, week. Thank you very that, much. Change that me to we. She's so selfish. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Because I will eat all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, but it's not It's not unusual. Like, I don't like bananas like that. And I will eat some really well, good Well, I'm glad bread. I'm not alone. No. Thank you. Um, so, yes, so mine is going to be banana bread. And with that, I'll say my final thought is it's so important for us to have these influences outside of the home that come into our home, be it through television, music, um, sports, or other forms of entertainment. Like it's so important that we have these visual and audio representations that help shape the people that we're going to become one day Um, for us to be able to see or have role models on TV that we aspire to be. So it's important that we continue to create that kind of content through any channel or any facet uh, because it's made an impact on all of us. And I'm sure everybody who's listening to all of you have something that you can relate to from your childhood, whether it be television, music, whatever. But it's important that the coming generations have that same experience. So I have, I, 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 I'll say that my, um, I wouldn't say this is my go-to, but this is the first thing that jumped at me, and this is rice pudding. Um, okay. I'm not sure if you guys have ever had that. Cause it's not. It's not traditional. It's not something that usually happens, but it's really big in, um, like, in uh, the Hispanic side. Mm-hmm. Um, and since I'm just getting contact with that side of myself, you know, let's just. <laughs> and it's really good. Oh, it's so good. Um, I'll say rice pudding, and on top of that, I'll add. Um, I appreciated everything I saw growing up. Um, I would love for this generation, this new generation of creatives, of content creators, of of people like ourselves, think about what the generation is going to see after you. Let's start trying to create something that you think or you know will be beneficial for them to see growing up for images just like how black panther was so important for us we also need to see these images on television just like different world with all the people going to school and you know family being such a close-knit type of situation where people ate together as a family you know let's start trying to bring that back in in any way possible so yeah num 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 um so i'm the oddball because i'm not really a sweets person so i'm gonna sit here with my container of blueberries organic 
and um, <laughs> <laughs> that's to be organic. <laughs> I'm just going to say this. Mm-hmm. Um, let's not get distracted by the fact that uh, Cardi tried to attack Nikki at the uh, the fashion shit week. The, the fashion mm-hmm. week, and Mark Brunette choked Tom Arnold's ass at the pre Emmys um, party, and ain't nobody call that shit ghetto. No. Choked that white man, like literally choked him, and he had to call the cops and get a restraining order against that man. Mm. At the Emmys, at the Emmys, okay. Oh, nobody so, the pre-party, okay. But you know, the black chick is called ghetto and all that stuff. But you know, but that's just what they do. So don't be fighting in front of them upper echelon white people. Hang. Anyway, <laughs> red. R e d red. D e r. Dur dur dur. Dur. I think my my. Not tra- not so traditional dessert, I guess, would be like bun, you know, like bun and cheese. Oh, I was like, oh, what? Okay, okay, like, yeah. Is it like what kind of bun? What like, bun? Then you said the cheese. I got exactly part. what you was talking. I know, about. I know what you, I know what you're talking about too. But I just like because I'm like honey bun. That's what my mind no, went. No, I was like no, honey bun. Typical to me. Bun and cheese. Bun and cheese. Get in touch with your Jamaican roots. Okay, look at you. Every once in a while. You saw me eat that beef Wait, patty earlier mind. today. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Wait, there Wait are you speaking? <laughs> yeah. Girl, right? you didn't say this <laughs> on the show. I'm done. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. She's like, wait, you should make it. No, I'm getting. Your we'll favorite talk. color is red? <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> daggers, daggers, daggers. Oh, no. oh, like Blair is staring him down. All right, Red's giving this thought. Um, my final thought is um, just being up, uh, up, someone who is going to be some type of positive reinforcement for their community. Um, and I say that um, just trickling down from you know kids as 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 young as they can they're just starting to walk to to 18 year olds 19 year olds it's so important to just constantly give that positive reinforcement so that they can see um how they should act and how they should be and what they should how they should progress in society because um you know my where i'm currently working right now you know i see a lot of kids and a lot of the kids are either very disrespectful or um they're just not doing the right thing you can already tell like they're going to be um that they're going to have some challenges in life and i think that is so important for us as adults in in our young age of of our 30s um it's important for us to like make sure that we're kind of giving them that support and telling them hey you know you could do anything that you possibly want a lot like Brandon Green with his work with his artwork or when you see like a young you know a young kid that's just starting out in the first grade second grade that you're you know telling him hello how you doing you know speaking speaking to him with the utmost respect so that he doesn't later on down the road disrespect uh, disrespect you or others Um, I I think that's so important so just make sure that um, that you're you're being the change and and that you're you're kind of leading the way because otherwise there's going to be a whole lot of people uh, that are are gonna go astray. So, all right. And one more thing. Um, we want you guys to tell us what your favorite television show was growing up. We're curious. We and told you ours. Why? Tell us yours. And a scene. Oh, 
like an episode. Yeah, Ooh. like pick a scene from yeah. whatever show that you like. Liked. Yeah. You have permission to go and Google all the shows that were out at the time, just in case you forgot. So, all right, guys. Well, thank you for taking the time to listen to another episode. Uh, we really greatly appreciate your uh, your time, your effort. Um, if you want to reach out to us, if you have anything you want to add, if you like, like we said, you know, we we said we we every week we give you like a question, um, and that's actually a normal staple. So, you know, this this is the part of call and response you know we 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 appreciate we read all your messages and we thank you ahead of time um so if you want to follow us you are more than welcome to follow us on instagram that's highly melanated podcast on instagram you can follow us on twitter that's h underscore melanated pod you can also email us at highly melanated podcast at gmail.com and you You might just get a shout out you might you 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 might just get a shout out if you know me you will who knows? Maybe you might get a T-shirt. Hey, oh man. snap! Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, big things are coming soon for Highly Melanated. We'll just stay tuned for that. I'll be announcing that a couple of you know maybe sometime soon. Um, but yeah. So on that note, we just want to say <laughs> <laughs> anything. Bun and cheese. Bun and cheese. Bun and cheese. Bun and cheese. Looking up athletes from the 90s and the 80s, and um, they are saying that most of them were basically silent. Um, That they would, you know, had the campaign say no to drugs because at the time, you know, you had the apartheid, you know, you had the crack epidemic, you had the Odre trial, you had the Rodney King riots. Um, So, yeah, it was just like, huh. So, so like being even Colin just like stepping up and a lot of these things that have been going on now is really important. It's like it hasn't happened since, you know, um, the civil rights movement. Mm -hmm. However, something I did not know. Did you all know that um, Michael Jordan has been speaking out about police brutality and he's fully in support of Colin with actual words? Yes. like Like I'm like. Kind because of what he's been shocked. what I mean what exactly because what he was doing before wasn't just uh speaking out it I mean he wasn't really speaking out it was just you know he'd been keeping his mouth quiet because you know he just wants other people to buy his Jordans. Michael Jordan said protest protesting athletes should not be demonized or ostracized. One of the fundamental rights this country is founded on was freedom of speech, and we have a long tradition of nonviolent, peaceful protests. Those who exercise the right to peacefully express themselves should not de- should not be demonized or ostracized. Who child? And then he uh, makes comments about Trump, you know, speaking out against those. Uh, wow, is this recent? This is recent. It's about time. Yeah, he's welcome getting, back to the table. He's Michael been getting Jordan. a lot of hey, you know, welcome back to the table, Michael Jordan. Welcome back to the table. Uh, who's like, you know, he's slowly kind of creeping up on the table, Kanye, because he was just recently say he'll never leave Chicago. Something that he just recently said because he's, you know, don't he live in L.A.? He lives in L.A., wow. but he was just in Chicago saying, and it was, and it, it was, this was, I was watching this on my way before I got came here. Um, it was something in in the reference of he's left Chicago. Like his mindset, 
because he's really like with this white woman. So now he, I, I don't know. This is just something that he just recently said, saying, you know, I, Chicago is my home. I'll never leave Chicago ever again. Meaning Chicago is always going to be in his heart. He's maybe going to. Oh, I was going to say, so are they moving back to no, Chicago? not in, not in, <laughs> the, in, in not in <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Right. all them acres, but not in the not in the literal sense in the, in the mind sense, like hmm. you know, because maybe we might be getting Negro college, um Kanye back, like graduation Kanye back. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Anyway, just a quick thing. Uh, over the years, Jordan had famously like refused to like step up on this stuff. But um, as of like um, July 2016, he started speaking out about the um, the law enforcement's and coming against African Americans. Because remember, that's how his father died. Mm-hmm. So now he's beginning to um, speak up, and he actually said that he supports the commissioner of the NBA and his players and all those who wish to exercise their free rights. And I think the only reason why he's stepping up is because it touches home for him. Mm-hmm. Because that's how his his father passed away. Okay, I'm gonna see how I'm gonna put his Michael Jordan stuff in there. Kanye is always up at my table. He ain't never left. He just the eyeball cousin that you'd be like, he, shut the fuck he, up. he at the kids' he's table. Some no, go, go, go. He's, he's some chicken. He's some chicken. So anyway, ahead. anyway, so why is your stuff wrapped around your head like that? Mm. On another note, like oh, okay, so mm. I'm just gonna we're closing out. So yep. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's best. <laughs> <laughs> what she said. His Reds over here wrapped himself up like a Christmas present. I'm telling you. This is the time. With iPhones here, I don't even know what to say. Mm. So, oh my God, it just changed! Didn't it just change? What are you talking about? I just saw that. <laughs> what the fuck did you see? Ow, ow. Freaking poltergeist and shit. Boy. No, you know that that thing of uh, our, uh Ray J where he was talking to. Oh, when the hat, hat can't, can't move in. <laughs> I didn't see it across your forehead for a second, so I just saw it on your ear, <laughs> and I look away and come back, and it's on your forehead. I'm like, what? The- that's hilarious but it might have been the whole time I just wasn't looking alright so guys thank you for again for listening to another episode of Highly Melanated thank you Blair I don't know you be staying it peace love oh (laughs) (laughs) it was like (laughs) PJ well we hope that we fed you we hope that you uh, you got full so and you're nice and your belly is good and you got the itis yeah Mm -hmm. I think I'm gonna go to sleep now Mm mm-hmm Rainy day too. Mm-hmm. Peace, love, and bun and cheese. 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 Bun and cheese.